Hello from Cannonville, Utah. We had a interesting day today. We actually yesterday we finished the Burr Trail, um, ending out in Boulder, Utah. Um, tiny little town, not much going on, but a little little store with a sort of miniature cafe at the uh, edge of the Burr Trail and Highway 12, and um, a little grocery store. I don't know, more like a convenience store at the uh, you know up the road a little bit. So I went there, you know, got some food and, um, you know, a couple things, nothing uh, like they didn't have raisins, for example. So not the best uh, selection, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we stocked up and then we rode, we pushed on um, one more climb and then a huge, huge descent into uh, Escalante, well, halfway to Escalante and uh, McCaff Creek. Campground. We camped there. It's a BLM campground at the, pretty much the bottom of the descent between Boulder and Escalante. Um, and then this morning we had about another mile for of climb of a uh, descent before we started a very intense climb. Uh, unfortunately, I did not make it up that climb because uh, as I was pulling out the driveway of the campground, uh, my uh, front derailleur cable snapped. Um, snapped at the shifter. Where the, uh, the little the little round nub that sits in the shifter, uh, I guess, snapped off of the rest of the cable. Uh, and the cable is seriously frayed, and I really should have noticed this and taken action earlier. Um, but I guess I did not. I guess I missed that in Moab. So, um, yeah, when I was saying in Moab that we had uh, going to be about at least another 500 miles before we hit a bike shop, um, well, now we're in the middle of that 500 miles. So we... Uh, the Burr Trail was incredible. We had fantastic views, and it was amazing. And um, anyway, so yeah, now we're in. I'm jumping all over the place. I'm, it's all racing through my head. Um, today was an interesting day because I didn't make it very far, and I tried. Um, initially, I tried to pump up the hill, and uh, I did not get very far. And partly because my uh, cable, my ship, yeah, I guess the derailleur without a uh, cable it was going back and forth between the first and second gears and uh, I needed the lowest gear I had to get up that hill and um, I eventually got it to stay in first gear but not before I uh, pulled over into um, I happened to stumble into this coffee shop that was kind of in the middle of nowhere in this mountainside and uh, popped in there and uh, figured I tried to. Well, I, what happened is I tried to hitch a ride. Um, as soon as it happened, and I realized I wasn't going to be able to make it, I um, Ross was when I said left, he was like 20 feet ahead of me. But unfortunately, he uh, he because of the wind or whatever, he just couldn't hear me yelling at him to stop. So he uh, he went along and kept going, and I don't think he even noticed. Yeah, he didn't even notice that uh, I had any issues. So um, yeah, I. So I popped in, I first tried to hitch a ride, I stood there for like 20 minutes and not a single car went by. And so uh, I popped into this coffee shop, which happened to be right there. And uh, I was just, I said, it was a little chilly. I said, you know what, let me go in, get uh, get some tea, um, I'll hang out, charge up my phone a little bit, and I will, uh, and I'll think about what to do. Because that's, you know, that, that instinct turned out to be correct. Um, based on the experience that I have dealing with things like this, it's like you don't want to make too many rash decisions and 
you want to make sure you're thinking clearly and considering your options and making smart decisions. So uh, I did that um, and found out also that there was a shuttle service that brings hikers to the trailheads in the area from Escalante. So I called them and they said uh, that it was uh, would be fifty dollars a person to come uh, to come out and uh, hundred dollars in a two person minimum. So I said, well, I can't. I don't have that. So. Um, but eventually, so, so I figured I would I would get some tea and warm up a little bit and then go back out. And the weather was, you know, very overcast. It was, you know, rain, threatening rain all morning. And uh, so I figured I would go back out and try to hitch a ride again. But I a couple I talked to a couple people in the coffee shop, and one of the guys came up to me. He was like, oh, is that your bike? And it turns out he was in the, he was, uh, had rented a car and was driving through this part and then finishing in Las Vegas, and then he was going to ride his bike up to Yosemite in California, and so, um, and yeah, so I told him what was going on, and, and he's like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe we can fit, you know, I got my bike in this car, but maybe we can fit yours too, and uh, it turns out we did, I had to take the wheels off and the seat out, and, um, you know, do some disassembly, but, but it, we made it work, and uh, it was very weird going up, uh, up the mountain in the car, um, because we, um, we pulled over, you know, we, we go like three miles up the hill, and, uh, you know, it's just very weird. It's like, you know, flying by and I'm, you know, not doing any work. And, you know, and this guy who was giving me the ride, he says, oh, well, uh, do you mind if we, you know, pull over in this, you know, couple of viewpoints? And so we, you know, we pull into this viewpoint, you know, I don't care, it's fine. And so we pull the scenic overlook and, you know, we get out and just kind of look around for a few minutes and take a picture or two. And I'm just, you know, and then we get back in the car and get going. And it's just really weird because... You know, if I was on my bike and arrived at a place like that, I'd be standing there, uh, you know, panting and soaked and sweat for, you know, probably 20 minutes. So it's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting change of, of perspective when you're going at 50 miles an hour. And then we continued and we uh, on into Escalante and I was looking out for Ross. And as it turned out, um, we passed Ross right when we entered the town of Escalante. So, um, but there was, so it was about... Uh, I think it was like eight miles of climbing out of the campground we stayed in at Calf Creek, and then about maybe eight mile descent into Escalante. So he, uh, I guess he got all of that, and then um, I hopped out of the visitor center, uh, put my bike back together, and um, and then went back into the town of Escalante to uh, which down the road. Um, and I rolled to to this, and so the guy was giving me a ride. He was going, uh, he was going out to to, to Bryce, he's going to camp in Bryce tonight. And so I went back into Escalante and into the town, looking at this one shop that uh, seemed like they might have what I, you know, what I need or be able to help me with something. It was a camp shop, you know, like a hiking and camping outdoor type store, and uh, but they didn't have you know anything that. They, you know, they were of no use, and um, unfortunately, and I mean, although I'm sure they're of plenty of use at what they do, they had a cool-looking cafe that I didn't really stay for because I wanted to work this issue out, and, and they were like, yeah, you should go to that auto mechanic across the street, and I'm like, I don't think this is really like an auto mechanic problem, um, but I did pop into a, a motorcycle repair shop, and they uh, didn't really have, they weren't really able to, uh, or they said they weren't really able to help, and I didn't press further. Um, so I just went to the, uh, 
there's a grocery store and a little natural foods market, so I got some food and just kind of, you know, relaxed for a little bit and thought about it and met up with Ross and um, we were just kind of sitting at the table and just, um, and we realized that, um, you know, there were only a few options, um, one of which was to, would be to try to get a ride to the next place with a bike shop, which would be very, very far out, um, that would probably be uh, either C- Cedar City or St. George, which would be off the route, or, or I can go to Zion, you know, if I could hightail it to Zion National Park, and, you know, then I'd be skipping Bryce, so, um, I didn't really like either of those options, and, uh, so, but I wound up, I wound up ordering, um, ordering replacement cables online, and, uh, I got, I actually got two, so I could replace the back cable while I'm at it, and, um, yeah, I ordered, I ordered that online, and, uh, I ordered also replacement battery for my, uh, you know, catch battery to charge, so that I could use that to charge my phone, um, you know, basically something between my Dynamo hub and my phone so that I can uh, listen to the phone at, during the day and then uh, use it during the day and then charge it at night. Um, and so I had one that's dead that I've been carrying around, unfortunately, and so I uh, I, I finally ordered another one that uh, seems to uh, have good reviews. So those two things will be, order- will be arriving at the Tropic Utah Post Office in... Uh, you, yeah, Friday. Today's Wednesday night, so they should be arriving Friday. Um, and joining my other stuff, which would be my lightweight sleeping bag and my backpack and hiking boots and a bunch of food and snacks that I've sent along. So uh, in the meantime, uh, we are now in Cannonville, Utah, um, at the KOA campground. And a little pricey, 37 a night, but by the time we got here... We actually got a, I actually got a ride here, so I, I did hardly any biking today because I just, um, you know, even though I finally got my bike stuck in one chain ring so that I could actually pedal it, um, you know, I can ride it around, but it's uh, when I get higher speeds above, say, 10 miles an hour, I can't, uh, I basically have no control. You know, my pedals just spin, and there's some big hills and curves and a lot of wind here, so I just uh, I didn't feel comfortable riding the bike out here, and I figured, let me see if I could get a ride out towards Bryce, and uh, I was able to get a ride to, um, actually, first person I asked, uh, I had a pickup truck with an empty empty bed in the rear, and um, so I, you know, turns out they were going to Counterville, this, this KOA campground, and um, Ross had left Escalante already, he was hoping to make it here, and uh, here today, and then to Bryce uh, tomorrow morning. So it turned out we, uh, you know, got I got a ride and um, probably about halfway picked up. Uh, we we saw Ross and so we picked him up, and uh, so he got a ride as well. So you know now we're here and we are about um, I think we're five miles from Tropic, which is that town with the post office and and they have a grocery store, and then from there it's about another ten miles or so to uh, Bryce, and then a few miles into the into the park from from the town of Bryce. Uh, but once again, the town of Bryce is also the shuttle bus system that we can we can make use of anywhere from that point um, that goes into Bryce. So um, that'll be cool because uh, even though it's about 2,000 feet of climbing over the course of 16 miles into uh, Bryce, it's um, you know now my bike is stuck in the lowest in the lowest front gear, so at least I can you know have the gears to make it up the climb. So that should be okay. And uh, if not, I can 
I can get a ride if I need to, I'm sure. Um, but I'd like to ride if I can. But it'll be good because we'll be able to stay in Bryce for a few days and we can uh, make use of that shuttle system and do a lot of hiking. And, uh, and they do have a, a short bike trail that's in the in the park. And then when we leave the park, that bike path actually goes for about, I think it's about 15 miles or so um, along Route 12 in our direction of travel. So that's that's excellent. And then we'll you know proceed to Zion from there. Uh, really looking forward to Bryce. I... Um, Seems like it's going to be a much better experience than the other national parks that I wasn't so fond of. Um, this because it's you know it will be very crowded, of course, but um, because it has the shuttle system, I can I can do hiking and um, I can just kind of relax and and have some actual hiking days instead of biking days, which is something I really I haven't quite done yet. Um, and I will get my I will just have to figure out a way to get the stuff from the post office, the stuff that's already at the post office, on the way to Bryce tomorrow, and uh, I guess I'll have to go back on Friday, I'll have to figure out some way to go back on Friday to get the, uh, to get those cables, and then I can install those cables, and uh, assuming I can, hopefully I can remember how to tension the front derailleur right, and I can install that and uh, get, uh, and be back on the road. So, uh, yeah, very interesting day. And then right now we're actually in, as I said, we're in Can Cannonville. Um, it is very chilly right now. It's right, uh, the, it's probably in the, I don't know, upper 30s maybe Fahrenheit. And it's, uh, the low temperature tonight is supposed to be uh, 32, uh, which is, for those of you uh, Celsius people, that uh, 32 is uh, the equivalent of zero, which is our, it is the freezing point. So we, uh, so far so good. I'm nice and toasty in my sleeping bag here. And I uh, actually had to open a little vent in the foot area of my ba sleeping bag because my feet were too warm, so that's a good sign. Um, and you can feel, you know, it's a very cozy, it's a 15-degree Fahrenheit rated bag. And, uh, it's, you know, it's very cozy, and you can actually feel, like, when it's cold outside, the um, like the cold air, like, around my neck and my head area. So I was just wearing a hat until a few minutes ago. I took it off because I was too hot. So it might be one of those nights where things are coming on and off. But uh, this campground has a... Um, I was hanging out over in the um, media room. I was using a, was a computer with internet access, so it was, it was nice to have access to that. Um, sorry to those of you who I've been uh, promising myself that I would uh, return your emails or otherwise communicate with you. Uh, I didn't get around to it. So and I've been waiting for a computer to do that stuff because it's just easier. But... Uh, as some of you may know, I um, did not bring my computer this time. I have a MacBook Air that I brought along on my last tour, and um, it's nice having your computer to take out when you find Wi-Fi. It's just easier to do work on. But um, I just decided this. I didn't want to wait in the space, and uh, it wasn't really necessary. And especially for those many days where we don't even have Wi-Fi, you know, we were especially the Burr Trail. We were out there for several days. And, uh, you know, when you're on a bike tour, you you know, part of it's about disconnecting and not being on those, you know, time-wasting social media and all that. So um, I guess this is how I waste time as I talk into my phone to myself in my tent. Um, yeah, and so there's a, I guess if I get really desperate, there's a laundry room that's open 24 hours that I can go wait in. But uh, I think I'll be fine in the sleeping bag. I just told myself that I'm not going to get up early. I 
told Ross, I was like, if you want to get up early and go, feel free. But uh, if I wake up and it's 32 degrees, I am not going anywhere. I'm staying right in my sleeping bag. I got my panniers right outside in the vestibule. And um, it was a, there was a little wintry mix before, a little bit of snow flurries and nothing nothing stuck. But, um, yeah, so I got that vest. I got the tarp and everything, and I got the vestibule of my tent. I got the two panniers over there. And because um, one of them... Um, the rain cover, I guess, failed after four hours of heavy rain last week, and uh, so everything got wet. So I had a, it was in Canyonland, so I had to, you know, set everything out and dry everything. So now they both come under the vestibule, not just the one I need, and uh, but I have some snacks in there. So if I uh, wake up in the morning and I'm hungry and cold, I will uh, eat snacks and stay cozy in my sleeping bag. So hopefully, talk to you again from uh, Bryce Canyon National Park. <laughs>